Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody, welcome back. We roll into the next hour right here. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big Talker 1700. Ken Silverstein on the program, his normal time slot. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Kenny, good afternoon. I thought you were in the witness protection program. Where, where have you been? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trent, Trent always likes to say I'm doing Jimmy B stuff. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> you're a man. You're a man of many seasons. What can I tell you? That, that is that is true. Did you have a late night last night following the blitzing of the Cleveland Cavaliers hosting Toronto? You know how much I love TV when it comes to scheduling. <laughs> Hallelujah to 7 o'clock Eastern starts, because as they get deeper, they become 8 and 9 o'clock starts, and, well, then it becomes a really lengthy night. Now, not too bad. you got to wait for LeBron to get dressed and, you know, to do the whole spiel, but uh, he's always the last one out, and uh, he was last night. So it wasn't too bad. Uh, the game was over by basically mid-third quarter. We'll see what they do in Toronto starting uh, tomorrow night, 6 o'clock Central Time, and then Sunday afternoon, Game 4. And uh, I'm going to assume there'll be a Game 5. I'm almost um, pretty confident about that. And that'll be next Tuesday again at um, 6 o'clock Eastern. Next Tuesday will be Game 5. Trent and I had a conversation in our first hour about LeBron James. You have the mm-hmm. You have the opportunity to see him every day, pretty much. Mm-hmm. How has he elevated his game again to just be in total control and dictate what happens on the court, not just for a few minutes, but for the entire game. The key word there, Jim, that you use, and it's a great one, is dictate. Look at last night's game. If you didn't watch the game or you didn't hear about it, but you, you know you checked it on the, uh, you know, the almighty net or you read it in the register this morning, whatever, you know, you'd see the 30-plus, you'd see the rest of the numbers, you'd go, wow, okay. He had a hell of a game, which he did. But he didn't actually really get scoring until the second quarter. He basically, in the first quarter, just sort of orchestrated. He Love got off to a fast start with five or seven points, and I ended up with only nine. But most of those came in the first quarter. He let Tyree take some shots. Uh, J.R. Smith took a couple three-point bombs and, and, and so forth. And he, he just he does this pretty much all the time, but you really see it in the playoffs. He kind of gauges it, tries to figure out whether he needs to score early or whether he needs to get other people involved early. And then when he thinks he needs to um, put it into Zoom uh, zone, he uh, definitely hits the pedal and and um, the miles per hour obviously increase um, mightily. And, and, again, last night was another example of it. Look, I've been, I've been dealing with him since, oh, my goodness, now 2001 or two. Mm-hmm. These years started running into each other. Uh, since he was a sophomore at St. Vincent St. Mary in Akron, Ohio. And um, a lot of water is under the bridge, no doubt about it. A lot of stories could be told on the court and off the court. Uh, but uh, that he will be 33 in December, so he's 32 right now. He don't look like he's slowing down a whole bunch. No, no, he, no, he looks better than ever. Well, he, he, you know, look, I, I covered Jordan in Chicago in the mid-90s. I remember that. Jordan is a freak, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. 
I covered Elijah Wan for a lot of years in Houston when I worked in that market. Got it. I've been bouncing around there, Jimbo. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, don't be talking about my uh, exploitations. <laughs> we, we, we can literally go market for market. <laughs> Trent's going. Oh my goodness. Yeah, These guys have been around too oh, long. We have. Okay. Uh, yeah, we have. No doubt about it. But look, I, I've been very fortunate to cover Elijah one for numerous years as Jordan, and now obviously uh, LBJ. And I'm not going to get into which one's better because. They're three vastly different players, uh, no doubt. But uh, he's a freak, uh, and I need a thesaurus to come up with a uh, a better word because I thought I saw during the season that I thought he might be slowing down a little bit. But then I said, well, you know what? How important are these games? It's February. It's January. This club was bored out of their collective minds, and March was horrific. Uh, they were on the road forever. They didn't play well. They blew up. 26-point lead to this day. I still don't know how they did that against Atlanta on a Sunday afternoon. So, you know, they go into these playoffs with a lot of folks, I'll raise my right hand, confused in regards to, you know, what the hoot is going on. And they still got a lot of work to do. They need to win two more. They need to either beat Boston or Washington. We'll assume it'll be uh, the Celtics at this point. So they need six more wins to even get to the finals. So there's still a long way to go. But they're halfway there because they've already won four against Indiana and two against the Raptors. So as you look at this team, we know offensively they are as good as you're going to find. They're so much fun to watch the way that they share the basketball. You mentioned LeBron getting others involved early on in that game. The question still remains when it gets and it might be a question that doesn't even really need to be asked until we get to the finals against Golden State. But can this team, have they made enough improvements can they get enough stops if it is Golden State and them in the finals? No, no. But then again, I didn't. You know, when they were down three one last year, I thought they were they were dead in the water. And obviously, they came back and won three in a row. Look, Durant changes everything. And I think when we go back to that fatal decision, a fatal for Oklahoma City, I think fatal for the NBA. To be honest with you, uh, I didn't like it when he left. Uh, I just I still don't like it. I don't think it's good for the league. Quite frankly, there are those who disagree with me on that. That's fine. Uh, they're a four-headed monster. Uh, they have basically four all-star players. They're all in their prime, no doubt about it. And if, and that's a mighty big, important two-letter word, if it's Cleveland or Boston or Washington, because I don't think it's going to be Toronto at this point, uh, they basically have no shot. Now, if you combine some of these rosters, yeah, they, they can play with them and beat them. Uh, but you can't do that. This is not the schoolyard. Uh, Durant's the difference. Uh, he is arguably one of the top three players in the world. Okay, I got LeBron in that top three, and then you can throw in Westbrook, you can throw in Kawhi Leonard, you can throw in uh, whomever else you want to throw in there. Um, but, no, I I don't know if it would be a sweep, but uh, my guess would be five, max six. I don't think Cleveland could win the series, and I I don't think they would get to uh, seven games. And if it would go to seven games, we'd be back in Oakland again. And there is no way on this planet they are beating the Warriors two years in a row in a game seven at Oracle. That ain't going to happen. So um, um, the bad part is, and I'm not into dynasties, I think think not only is Golden State going to win it this year, but I don't see any reason why they won't win a couple more in the next two to three years. So So when it's all settled, let's say by 2020, Still a couple of years out. 
They've already won one title. They've added Durant. I'm going to give them another one this year. Uh, then we would have the 18 and 19 campaign and the 20 campaign, let's say. They could win another two, three titles, guys. And the only team I see, and they got ways to go, uh, even though they are in, you know, they're two games up on the, uh, on the Wiz, is that when you look at Boston and you look at all these draft picks and you look at their roster and you say to yourself, if Danny Ainge can hit on some guys and maybe trade some of these number one picks that he stockpiled and get another score or two, then I think you could see Boston and Golden State being the two powerhouses uh, in the NBA or between now and, let's say, I don't know, 2020. We'll use that as the uh, cutoff point. Uh, the Cavaliers are getting older. LeBron's 32. Uh, Love is still in his prime at 28, I think he is. Kyrie is even younger than that, Kyrie Irving. So they still have some pieces. Um, but Kyle Kohler is 35-36. Richard Jefferson is 36 and will retire at the end of the year. Shining Fry, who had a huge game off the bench last night, is 30-plus. So I think you see where I'm going with this. The team of the future, outside Golden State, if they play it right, and we'll assume Ainge will, will be the Boston Celtics. Ken Silverstein is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Kenny, devastating news for the San Antonio Spurs. Um, a blown quad knee area for guard Tony Parker last night. Look, they played sensational. You knew they weren't going to get a repeat of what you saw in Game 1 when the Rockets beat them by, I don't know, 922 points. Uh, they just flipped the switch and did a total 180 and one easily going away. But the loss of Parker, how will that impact the series, Houston and San Antonio? Well, it will not only impact the series, it might be the end of his career. Uh, he's getting up in age. He's got a lot of tread off those tires. And um, a serious injury, um, he may, I don't know, that. I mean, unless he's blown his money, I don't think he's, I don't think he needs it particularly. Let's hope he doesn't need it. Uh, so he has to make up his mind whether he wants to go through a very tedious rehab at his stage of his career slash age. So it wouldn't shock me. I don't know this, that we may have seen the end of Tony Parker as uh, a really elite for a lot of years NBA point guard. Uh, to the question itself in regards to can they win the series, when you got Popovich, you got Kawhi Leonard, you got you got a shot. I mean, you do, but I think Houston will win. I don't think it really makes a difference, quite frankly, because they're not going to beat Golden State. Whomever wins, it really doesn't make a difference. Uh, again, if you combine the rosters, yeah, I think they could, but you can't do that again. So um, I'm not sure it makes a difference, but I'll, I think Houston will win. I think this is a blow uh, to, obviously, this is not Tony Parker five, seven years ago, but He's still a competent NBA player, and uh, it hurts their depth. And uh, I think uh, that will pretty much, even with Leonard and, and Pop doing his thing in the suit, uh, no, I, I think Houston will advance and they'll put up, they'll jack up a bunch of three pointers, but they are not going to be Golden State. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. I had of a guy, real quick, guys. I had yeah. a scout tell me last night, and this is really an easy way to look at it. I've known this guy forever, and uh, he's scouting for one of the teams in the West. Uh, taking a look at Houston and uh, Houston. Looking at Cleveland Toronto, I had dinner with them last night in the press room along with about hundreds of others of my best friends in the media. <laughs> Not. And uh, whatever. The point is, he said, he said to me, we were talking about Houston. He said, yeah, I think Houston can win the series, and they should win the series. I said, okay, what chance do they have at Golden City? He looks me in the eye and says, 
you don't beat the team that plays the system better than you do, which means you can't beat them at what they do better than what you do, which is jack up a bunch of three-pointers. So um, good luck, anybody in the West trying to beat Golden State. Talking with Ken Silverstein on the Draft House 50 Hotline, a look at the Cavaliers. Ken, I want to jump over to uh, some news that just came out Big Ten-wise for basketball. As we know, next year they'll be playing the conference tournament in Madison Square Garden. That's going to push things up a week since the Big East has that building every year during the uh, buildup into March Madness. they got to go a week earlier, so they got to spot, find a spot to play a couple of games. Here is their plan. Right after the ACC Big Ten Challenge that following weekend, they normally play Tuesdays and Wednesdays for that, you're going to play one home game and then one road game, either Saturday slash Monday, or you're going to play uh, you're going to play on Thursday, Saturday, in order to get those games in. You're going to go from the ACC Big Ten Challenge to two conference games, and it's all going to be done before the uh, beginning of December. Again, Jim Delaney grabbing the cash and you know and, and grabbing the eyeballs. Look, whether it was success or not a success in DC could be debated. Okay, mm-hmm. what? He's putting it in New York City. Rutgers is the closest school, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. And having grown up literally in their backyard, uh, that's about a 45-ish minute ro- uh, roll down the, uh, the turnpike north from Piscataway, the Rutgers campus, to Madison Square Garden, okay? Rutgers is a lightweight in the conference in both football but, more importantly, in basketball. They're doing it because they want it at the Garden, because it's the number one market in the country, and because Jim Delaney thinks having the tournament in New York is going to get him more coverage and more potential dollars, and you can bring your national ad people in because they're, they're on Lexington Avenue or on Broad or wherever they may be on Park Avenue and they're right by the garden. Okay. I get it in theory, but it, it just, you know what, uh, keep it in Indianapolis. Keep it in Chicago. I, I mean, this, this East Coast thing, uh, trying to placate Maryland slash D.C. and Piscataway, Flash New York City. I, I got to tell you something, I, and, I, and I've been long gone from that area for many, many years. But even when I grew up there, unless Rutgers won, nobody cared. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you think somebody that lives in Manhattan or Long Island or Staten Island or Brooklyn really cares about Rutgers? Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't. I don't think so. Okay, so again, it's Jim Delaney going for the almighty buck, and I get it. It's capitalism. Here, here for capitalism. I get it. It's just, it's so obvious, and it's such a reach um, that obviously you can tell I'm not a big fan of it. Well, can, can not only really that, can, can not only that, they're going to move it up a week too. I know. I and, and and he knows what the schedule is. He knows the contract with the Big East. Okay, so he's got to do this squirm job of you know massaging the calendar and moving it around and. You know, and placating this, and it just, just because he wants to have it, I understand some will still call Madison Square Garden the mecca of basketball. I get it. I get all of that. I grew up around that. I get all of it. I get the history and so forth. But I don't know at this stage of the Big Ten that the timing is right to do it there. I didn't like it when it was in, um, in uh, D.C. this past go-around. Uh, there are enough places. Hold it. Hold it in Indianapolis, hold it in Chicago, hold it in Minneapolis, possibly, wherever, okay? You don't need to hold it in D.C. 
and in uh, New York City. He's doing it because he's trying to spread the gospel, and I get it, but it's just it's just not working, particularly with Rutgers Hoops slash New York City slash the Garden, and then you got to move it up a week and all the other gyrations. And uh, with that, let's uh, jump into this craziness. I mean, it's just, it doesn't make a lick of sense, what they're doing, getting it there, all those different things. Your uh, boy, Michigan State's Tom Izzo, (laughs) Miles Bridges back, and suddenly, suddenly, they're not just talked about as contenders in the Big Ten, they're back in the national spotlight going into 2017-2018. Well, look, as long as he's there, they're going to be able to recruit. They're going to be able to get the McDonald's-type kids, your top 50, top 25 kids, your four-stars and your, your fringe five-star type of guys. Uh, and um, different than football, where right now they're coming off a very bad year, and who knows what's going to happen uh, this go-around with all the incidents that have occurred, alleged incidents that have occurred uh, with their football program. So no one, including uh, Coach Mark, has any idea what kind of year they're going to have in football. As long as Izzo's gracing the, uh, the sideline slash court, uh, they're going to be a major player, not only the Big Ten, but I think nationally. Uh, with Bridges coming back, I think that surprised a bunch of folks. Uh, he's a real good player. I think he'll continue to improve. And uh, what he's got coming back, what he's got coming in, uh, yeah, they, they, they should be a major player uh, in the Big Ten. But I'm going to be curious. See what Coach Miller does with Indiana. Again, I think it's still a blue blood program in the Big Ten. Uh, there are others. Wisconsin now has had a hell of a run over the last umpteenth years. Uh, they're not going to run and hide. Um, don't forget Iowa. Uh, they had a nice year, very young. We'll see what they can do. Uh, Purdue is, um, I think Coach Painter does a really nice job with the Boilermakers. We'll see what they bring back and uh, what kind of recruits he can bring in. So, you know, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, Trent. Uh, I think Jim was out when we really got into this whole bunch. Again, it was a subpar year. It was it was backwards to forward to what the football season was like. Football was arguably the best conference, <coughs> excuse me, up until the bowl game. Bowl games, well, not so good. Um, it was a flip flop. This year for hoops, it was down during the regular season, but during March Madness, you know, Big Ten did really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think some of these teams, particularly these middle-of-pack teams, are going to continue to improve. So if you can make a conference rather than a D4, let's say four deep, if you can make it more like six or seven deep-ish, um, to me that's good. And particularly if those teams, five, six, and seven, um, actually have the kind of players and have the kind of depth that you need to compete against, let's say, Michigan State, and some of the other big boys, quote, quote, uh, in the Big Ten and hoops. Then um, that'll put a smile on Jim Delaney. Ah, forget Jim Delaney. That'll put a smile on the three of us. How about that? <laughs> Ken, let me f- go to a, a football question. Now that we have seen Jim Harbaugh and Michigan playing football in Italy, yeah, how did that impact the Big Ten? Are, is everybody still steaming at Harbaugh now? Yeah, I mean, you know what? Obviously, I'm not his biggest fan, and, you know, that's fine. Believe me, he don't care, uh, and I don't think he cares, you know, a whole bunch what anybody really thinks, and that's fine. That's his, that's his prerogative as a human being. Uh, to me, I, I, to me, it's a waste of time, okay? Yeah, you could say culturally it shows the kids that it's a big world and yada, 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 
Okay, I get that. But I don't think it helps the team from Labor Day on, okay? I only get up some one bit particularly. Uh, does it help recruiting-wise? Right now it's not helping him one bit. He's behind Penn State and Ohio State uh, as the big two right now, uh, not only in the East but in the, in the Big Ten in general. So he's got a lot of work still to do. Now I think he'll catch up. I don't think he'll catch Ohio State and Penn State this year, but I think he'll make a strong run at it. He's got a ways to go. But he's in on a bunch of kids, and we'll see uh, which one decide to go to Ann Arbor or go elsewhere. But, no, I don't – except for some pub, and I guess pub, pub is good in Harbaugh's world, but I don't, I don't see where the pub really gets you to the finish line. I, I don't see how it helps you win games. I don't see how it helps him. Uh, he's 0-2 against Urban Meyer. I, don't, I, don't, I think he'll be 0-3 this year. I don't, I, don't, I don't see how it really – really helps them particularly where it really matters and that's wins and losses and recruiting and and in college football today quite frankly are there anything more important than those two items i can't think of anything else i can think of a third now that i think of it a third one would be keeping the gpa up uh the grade point average and making sure the kids go to class those three are the most important put the grades off to the side it's recruiting it's winning it's winning and recruiting they are inner they're interwoven. They are they are literally hand in hand. Ken Silverstein joining us, talking a little Big Ten here. Penn State wins the division a year ago out east, a surprise to most everybody who had Ohio State or Michigan penciled in. They return a lot offensively. Saquon Barkley is going to be back, uh, maybe one of the front runners for the Heisman going into the year. This Penn State team, though, the Ohio State game, they had a lot of luck go their way. Can they continue on and build on what they did a year ago? Or do you expect some reg- regression out of the Nittany Lions? Well, that's a good question. It really is. They are very upper-class and laden team. They're maybe not as dramatic as Michigan was this past year, but they're they're close enough. When you got Barkley, who is arguably one of the three best running backs in college football, I don't think that's a I don't think that's a stretch. He'll be a first-round pick. I saw a mock draft. He's top five pick. I mean, we're talking McCaffrey. We're talking. Uh, the kid from LSU, uh, where did he go to in the NFL draft? Uh, Leonard Fournette. Uh, Fournette. Yeah, Fournette. Fournette. Yeah, Fournette you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he went He went to, uh, not Tennessee, uh, Jacksonville. 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 Jacksonville, right. He'll play for uh, the Jaguars. I mean, he's that good. And assuming he has that type of year, he's gone. So he's got one more He's got one more campaign, and he's going to scoot. Uh, there's no doubt about it. There's no reason for him to come back for the um, – uh, what that would be the 18 campaign. So 17 will be the last one. They have a quarterback. They have a stud running back. They've lost some folks on defense. As I said to you last week, Trent, this is for Jim uh, coming on back this week. The key game in the East is always Ohio State, Michigan, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. But if there's a 1A, it's going to be Penn State at Ohio State this year. This is a revenge game. Um, Ohio State has flat out demolished. Penn State the last couple of years in Columbus. They've scored 60-plus on them, and they'll run it up again if he has a chance. To, that's what Urban Meyer does. Um, can he run it up? No, they close the gap, but I personally don't see it. I think Penn State will lose uh, in Columbus. I think they were very fortunate to win the pass go-around. Um, they got some players, no doubt about it. Um, one of the keys, and you may want to keep an eye on this if you're in the recruiting, there's a five-star player named Micah Parsons. He's a defensive end out of 
Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, depending on what service you look at, he's a definitely top 10 player. Some services have him as the third best player in high school football. He's a stud player, five-star across the board. Um, he has decommitted from Penn State uh, within the last week. That's a major blow to Penn State. If you're Penn State, you cannot lose Micah Parsons. He's a state kid. You've had him in the fold for a year. He's now decommitted. Right now, it appears Ohio State is the front-runner for him. Alabama's in on him. Georgia's in on him. LSU's in on him. I think this is going to be an Ohio State-Penn State battle to the last day. This is going to go down to National Signing Day. This is going to be vicious, boys. This is going to be really nasty. Uh, there's not a lot, of, a lot of love lost between these two programs. Uh, it goes back to... Uh, Franklin accusing Ohio State of something that was ridiculous. If you're going to accuse them, you better make sure you're right in regards to the accusation. The accusation he wasn't right. There's a lot of bad blood. The other factor is Penn State, and we talked about this a while back, Penn State's, always, Penn State's looking for a rivalry. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So Penn State thinks Ohio State is the rival. Ohio State looks at Penn State and goes, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. What, are you stupid? Their rival is Michigan and will always be Michigan, and anyone who doesn't think it's Michigan doesn't understand college football and the history of the last 50, 60 years. Okay? But Penn State's got this thing where they're trying to make this a rivalry. It's not a rivalry, boys. It's not. You're in Happy Valley. Okay? It's not a rivalry. Okay? Your rival is Pitt. That's your rival. Okay? Sorry they're not in the Big Ten. Maybe down the road they might be, but they're not right now. That's your rival. So there's this, I don't know, it's like little brother, big brother deal. Even though, Look, I know Penn State's got a reputation. I know there's still a lot of guys in the pros. I know Joe Pa won a lot of games. I get that. But since they come into the Big Ten, they have tried everything to make this a rivalry. And the school in Central Ohio looks at them and goes, huh, what, what, what? Don't you understand? No, no, this is not, no, this is not a rivalry. It's not. Mm-hmm. It just isn't. And it's like, I don't know if you have a little brother. I have a little brother, okay? You always wanted to hang around with me and my friends. After a while, you just said, get lost. Just please, find your own friend. <laughs> find your own rival. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got find, you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just, it's pure silliness. And um, they... They, they, they just have this in their mindset that they're, they're, you know what it is? It's like forcing an issue. When you force an issue more times than not, it ain't going to work. Okay. And it ain't working. So look, they won last year. They blocked the punt. They blocked the field goal. Kudos to them. They should have won the Rose Bowl. They didn't win the Rose Bowl. Right now they're number one. Ohio State is about an inch behind them. Ohio State will pass them. And uh, we'll end up having the number one recruiting class again. It'll be top five uh, nationally because it's whatever. It's Urban Meyer and he recruits well. But look, Penn State's pretty good. I'm okay. not saying they're not. They are. Right. Barkley's tremendous. McSorley's pretty good. They got you know they got tall, lanky wide receivers that make plays. They, they they got a really good offense. But this rivalry thing is. Okay, one more one more question. We got to cut you loose because you've eaten up all of our time. 
uh, which is typical of you. Let's let's let's, have that. I have that on my resume. (laughs) Let's go quickly uh, to the north of us in Minneapolis. Uh, Richard Pitino gets a contract extension. They wanted him out two years ago. Now he now he walks on water. I know. Ah, you gotta love it. We all missed our calling in life. We should have been head coaches. Yes. Either in football or basketball. Man, oh, man. You can go from being, like you said, centimeters from being unemployed with the last name of Patino to getting an extension, a very profitable one, if I don't say. Right. Um, they were streaky this past year, but when the dust settled, they still had a very nice year, very nice rebound. Um, and we'll see. We'll see down the road. Um, I mean, he's got good bloodlines. There's no uh, no doubt about that. And, uh, oh, real quick, I know you, you mentioned Patino. Yeah. Uh, Jim and Trent, have you seen the 30-30 deal from ESPN on, on Coach Calipari? Uh, I have, yes. One and done, yes. Yes, have you seen it? Uh, Jim, you, you did a nice job of grabbing uh, Coach Cheney there. <laughs> did you see? <laughs> it, uh, it, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I, I didn't see that. Was that, was that clip in there? Yes. There, you, you just tell. Let's put it this way: If you didn't know it was you, yeah, you wouldn't know. But okay. I know that from history. Okay, yes, we've been friends for a long time. Obviously, but to put up with yours truly, you'd gonna, have to be. I'm boom, gonna, boom. Yeah, really, I'm going to have to go back and look at that because I didn't even pay attention to that. That was the UMass Temple game yes. from way back. Yeah, I did the you game did the on play a- by play for I, that game I did on, ABC. on ABC nationwide. Yeah, right. And you're the one, along with somebody else who wore glasses. I don't remember. He might have been the SID. I have no idea who he is. Okay. He grabbed Cheney yes. as Cheney won after Yes, Calipari that is true. When he was in the back of the room. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's unbelievable. Jimmy B. What year was that? Do you remember what year that was? Yeah, it was like 94. 94. Yeah, something like that. Wow. Jim, you were young then. <laughs> oh, God. No, no, he wasn't. You no, he wasn't. You were there, right? Right there, there. Yep, I just saw myself. Yeah, you're right. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got. Yeah, it, it's it's a quick shot, but I'm there. It's quick. I mean, it's yeah, quick. it's quick. If you didn't know it was you. You probably are not going to know. Yeah. but I, I knew. I'm coming up right, you know. right there, Trent. Yeah, <laughs> Trent just saw it right there. Jimmy B. <laughs> that is unbelievable. Jimmy B. Doing a little, doing a little physicality. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even pay attention to that. I'd forgotten all about that, Ken. Uh, you know what, Trent? That's what you call a senior moment when oh. you don't remember what you were part of. <laughs> well, I remember. I remember the situation, but I didn't. I didn't know. I, I remember going after him. Right there, yeah, you see, yeah, it's quick. You 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 don't know it's really me, but you noticed it was me. Yeah, but, yeah I knew. Because I'm, I'm shorter than Cheney. <laughs> yes, you are shorter. Yeah, than yeah. Yes, but I've known I knew John for a long time, and I, you know, I mean, everybody then got up. It wasn't just yeah. me. There were lots of people who no, got no, up. There were a lot. Of people. What are you laughing Do you at? Remember Trent? who the other guy was? Uh, no, I don't. What are you laughing at, Trent? It just cracks me up, you. Oh. Hold back. I've had a few Katie. moments in my in my career, haven't I, yeah. Kenny? Oh. Yes, you have. We both have. But that, I'm watching it, and you know, I'm not, I'll be honest, Trent. I wasn't paying that much attention to it. Right? Yeah, you know, I yeah. thought it kind of, you know, the campy thing interested me because I, you know, sort of remembered it and you know, kind of faded in and out. And then, you know, um, I sort of paid more attention when I started talking about Temple and UMass, and I go, oh, okay. And I see Calipari at the podium. And all of a sudden, I, I, it grabs, and I go, 
wait a second. That's when Brinson grabs Haney <laughs> to make sure he didn't try to punch his lights out. Okay? And then literally within five seconds, just a little clip of Jimbo there yeah. grabbing Haney by the waist. Oh, man, it is so good. I, I've watched this thing five times. I'm going to watch another 15 during the break. <laughs> Trent, that's your punishment. Oh, oh, man, that's your punishment. I love it. I love it. That's one of my favorite things I've ever seen. <laughs> Guys, I guess we'll wrap this up. We'll talk next Thursday. Thank Look you, forward. Ken. Thanks, Ken. Thanks for that, pal. I'll see you. All right. Yeah. Ken Silverstein, get me in trouble again. Oh, I love it. Oh, Jimmy B. I... Why are you getting in the middle of that? <laughs> I had done the game on ABC. You know I did the why, game. Why were you in there? Uh, because, be, it was after the game. Right, and, right. It's, it's a press conference for people that didn't didn't see it. Right. It's the end of the game press conference. Yes, yeah. You called the game. I mean. I did the game on ABC. Right. Okay. And then when we got done with our close, mm-hmm. I, I just got up and people were still kind of filing in because it was heated in the arena. Okay. So Ron Bertovich, who was at that time the commissioner of the A-10, mm-hmm. And I always liked Ron because I could post him up. Okay. All right. So I see him walking in. So I just said, hey, Ron. He says, yeah, I'm coming into the press conference. Come on. Okay. So I'm So I'm standing back. You don't see me right away because right. I'm back in the shadows up against the wall. Because all the media. Because you didn't have any work really to do. No, like I was done. Right. Yes, because I had called the game. Yeah. So I was done. That's why I just went in and stood next to Ron uh, up against the wall. And then holy hell broke loose. He probably promised you a beer after the game. I'm, te- that's what I'm you telling were, you. That's why you're hanging out a little bit later. That little on. twerp's eyes, I thought, <laughs> you know the cartoons where their eyes yeah, bug yeah. out of their head? That's what I thought from Ron Bernovich. Yeah, I didn't even, you know, I've I've seen the clip a hundred times, and I didn't even, because it's so face. See, you saw me standing back there. Yeah. And then all of a Here sudden, comes Jimmy <laughs> Lee. All you have to do, just go to uh, go to YouTube and search Calipari Cheney. Yeah, it'll be the first yeah. one that comes up. Yeah, it's, it uh, is from one of those like top fifty lists, and you'll see uh, the full video there, and you'll see Jimmy B back behind Cheney pulling it back. <laughs> with that, we need a break. We'll be we back do. with more here. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker seventeen hundred. Seventeen hundred KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC noon to three sports talk that rocks seventeen hundred KBGG. The weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small. Flat roof, sloped, or pitched, the guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. Hey, everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B., and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Kubota's Orange Opportunity Sales Event is going on now. 
Take on the tough jobs in a powerful Kubota Standard L-Series. With the right combination of dependable horsepower and ease of operation, they're perfect for the independent property owner. Now get financing as low as 0% APR for up to 84 months. Now through May 31st, 2017. Call toll-free 1-800-794-4992 for details about cost and terms. Come see Jake at Capital City Equipment in Des Moines, just off I-80 on 2nd Avenue. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands. Pick up Pete Long Life Universal Premixed Antifreeze and Coolant for $8.99 a gallon after mail-in rebate at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Protect against damaging rust and corrosion with Pete Premixed Coolant now $8.99 a gallon after mail-in rebate at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, everything is in bloom at the Jared's semi-annual event. Stop in from May 3rd through May 7th and enjoy our best prices of the season. Jared has an amazing collection of spectacular jewelry for you to discover, including exclusive pieces you can't find anywhere else. Don't miss the Jared's semi-annual event, May 3rd through the 7th. That's why he went to Jared. Pandora, Tag Heuer, Takori, and Select Mavado watches excluded. Other product exclusions may apply. See Jared.com for details. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 1700 KBGG backs the blue, and we'd like you to back them too. Each week, go to our website at 1700kbgg.com and nominate an officer who does an outstanding job. Tell us why that officer deserves a special salute. We'll select an officer weekly, share their story online and on the air, and present them with a special certificate. And bring their department some Brugger's bagels. Help back the blue at 1700kbgg.com. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, 
monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, everybody. That was good stuff. Fun having Ken Silverstein on the show. So you went right to the web, didn't you? Oh, I had to see the video. Jimmy B in the middle of John Chaney versus Calipari. Now, the funny thing is, yes. in that documentary, Marty is also in it a couple of times. Is he really? There's some cursory different glances of him okay. and different things because he was covering he was, UMass he was, at the time. Yeah. Look at that connection. So he was in that room. Yeah. That's a screen. <laughs> there you guys are. I got to play this. And you, I love, A, as Chaney's going there, you see Jimmy B back behind him. So, Go find the video. Again, just search on YouTube, Calipari Chaney. You'll see it. It'll pop right up. And you'll see Jimmy B. He's the first one to grab John Chaney. I'm not the first. I, I come from the backside. From, from behind, yeah. yeah. And you'll see little Jimmy B there. <laughs> but we're going to play it here and listen. A couple of times, you can hear old Jimmy B's voice. I just got my ass blasted for giving him hell down in West Virginia. And here you get a hell of a job right here today. Good job. Three class guys. And you pick them out here and single them out. You can't get that damn nigga from the guy. Shut up, guy. You can't get that nigga from the guy. Oh, it is so good. So, so good. Jimmy B in the middle of a fracas. Well, somebody's got to help out. He didn't do anything. I didn't do squat. I was, like, stunned like everybody else. I mean, everybody was freaking out. What a time, huh? What a time. You know, do they have any rivalries that are like that anymore? I mean, between coaches. Can you think of something? With the physical element? Yeah, yeah, basketball-wise. Basketball, where they just can't stand each other in college basketball. Like, Like that. Is I I mean I mean I can't think Patino of Patino and Calipari like that. I don't think so. Probably not at that level. No, no. Uh uh-uh. uh. I just trying to think if there's I, I'm trying to think West Coast, there's nothing really on the West Coast. You know, is, one that's brewing, Alford and, and uh and Sean Miller. Oh yes. That one that, that that's one, getting there. That's getting that one has stirred the pot. Yeah, they've gone back yes, and forth at each have. other in some press conferences. Good. A lot of recruiting battles that they've yes. gone up against. So so that's one that is brewing. Okay. Is there anything in the East? You know, big East wise, no. I mean, you know, Jay Wright's kinda at his own level. Yeah, he is. SEC, everyone's just trying to catch Cal. Right. Not really anything there. I don't think it, ACC. ACC, big, 
Is there anything in the Big Shishetsky Ten? Shishetsky and, and Roy Boy are... No, not, no, not it's like not that. even not like this. No. no. Uh-uh. Anything in the Big Ten is... No. What's the best... Big 12? Be- what's the best basketball rivalry right now in the Big Ten? Oh, man. No, Purdue, Indiana's big, but now you got another coach that's leaving. Uh, you're just, right, yeah. It doesn't have the same it, like it was with when it was Bobby Knight no, going up against No, it's, it's, lost, it's lost that moniker. Iowa, Illinois for years in the late 80s, right. early 90s was huge. But that's, you know. that's nothing. Right. Wisconsin really doesn't have anybody no. like that. Michigan, Michigan State, maybe a little, but not really. Not really. Big 12, since Kansas is such a behemoth, you right. really don't have that. No. It's, it's it's not like this. Yeah, it's not like no. This was a totally different level, and 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 what you see in that video, it's real. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. was. This is not a game it's here. Not staged. No, 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 no. This isn't wrestling. Yeah. This is. It wasn't. It wasn't a predetermined outcome. This is the real deal. I mean, they were ready to go. Yes. And well, Chady was ready to go. Well, you see, if if you go back and you see Calipari. He starts to walk away from the mic and gets grabbed. Now, if the camera leaves him quickly, but you see him start he, to walk away from the mic. Cal also knew there was a couple of there, guys between That's right. Them. Yes, that's Cal true. Cal wasn't doing anything. He's a wuss. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah. That ESPN 30 for 30, I, I didn't watch the whole thing. Okay. Which is rare. I try to watch yeah, every they're, one. And, they're pretty good. And I enjoy pretty much every one. It felt so forced. It felt just like an infomercial. It wasn't. It wasn't your standard just looking at a piece of history, a time period, a event. It felt like an infomercial for Calipari. I really didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it at all. And I, I wish I would have, but maybe it's something with Cal. I don't have the same hatred that a lot of college basketball fans do for Cal. Calipari. Yeah. And the one and done stuff. Yeah. And I loved watching those UMass teams. I mean, everybody talks about Marcus Camby and Lou Rowe, but Travieso, Travieso I mean, I. I loved watching that team. They were a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. So it's not that either. The one and done stuff, I just, anymore. Not a big issue to you? No, it just, okay. I just don't like him. I, yeah. I just don't like the guy. The one and done thing doesn't bother me at all. It's not that either. Oh, so it's just Cal that it's rubs? Just, he just, I don't know. Did you dislike him when he was? No, I told you, I liked him at U.S. Okay. Now, it wasn't really him. I mean, I just knew, oh, they got this young coach. Right. Yeah, look, he's probably playing these guys yeah. to get him to go there. Mar- Marcus Camby. Yeah, Marcus Camby, Lou Rowe, those yeah. are the two oh, big yeah. ones. That's right. But, uh, yeah, just just not my cup of tea. The the way that he sells himself, it just rubs me the wrong way. Is he too demonstrative for you? No, Is that no, it? no? I, I don't got any problem with that. Okay. No, it's, not, right. it's not that. He's just shady, self-serving. <laughs> Gross. That, all coaches are that in a, in a certain fashion. It, they are. He takes it to another level. Okay. He takes it to another level. All right. All right. Well, we got a long off season before we get to college basketball. Boy, you got, I don't you're think not we're going to get anything quite like that. No, that... <laughs> you want to feel old? That was that was 23 years ago. I know. 23 years ago. How freaking old am I? Wow. Good I, God. I asked the same thing. I'm older than dirt on the ground. I was, I was 13 years old Whoa, at the time. Oh, man. I was probably 63. I know how old you really were. I'm not going to say, because you get all fired up about it. I get that question a lot. How old is Jimmy B? Yeah. Well, we make we make fun of it. So You like to stretch it a little bit further well, than it actually is. It is what it is. But it's not that much of a stretch. <laughs> no, it's not. You like to say you're 92 Too, to try yeah. to throw people off the set. But, yeah. you know, you're pretty close to that, Jimmy oh, B. Oh, God. Here we go. Here we go. 
Yeah, Social Security hates me because I've been getting it for 50 years. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we got to get to a break. Yeah, well, let's uh, get a little update before we do okay. Major League Baseball. As we mentioned earlier, a lot of afternoon games uh, going on. The Twins, we've been keeping an eye on that one throughout the afternoon, falling down for nothing. We're able to get out of bases loaded jam and inning ago, and they've tacked one more on, so back to 4-3 now as the Twins try to come back against Oakland and looking to try to sweep that series up at Target Field. Cubs have jumped out to a one nothing lead over the Phillies, that one in the second inning, as Addison Russell picked up a double-scoring Chris Bryant for the first round of the game. Cincinnati a 2-1 lead over Pittsburgh. It is the Nats 3-0 over Arizona. Rangers lead the Astros 5-1 in the White Sox. They keep uh, winning ways. They're up 3 nothing in the third over Kansas City. That Royals team, Jimmy B. Yeah. Boy, the changes that have happened there. And, man, oh, man. Uh, and got to be coming, right? They, they're going to have to. I've, it's going to be a fire sale. When does, uh, when's the trading deadline? You July got my... 31st is pro- typically what Typical it is. Sometimes what, yeah. it, it moves a day or two if it falls on a right. certain day. But I believe it's a back to the 30th. I think it was last year, wasn't it? Yeah. That they moved it, it to August they, 1st. They did. I think it fell on a Sunday. Something like that. Is that what it was? Yeah. Something along those lines. Uh, they just look so bad offensively. They don't have much depth in that staff. The bullpen is not what it was a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, there's a lot of issues down there. It's uh, it's proved to be a, a pretty entertaining first month of the baseball season. Right. Yeah, it has been. We talked a lot about the Orioles and Red Sox, but a lot of good stories developing yeah. from here locally with the White Sox and the Twins. Uh, you, of course, got the Cubs, the Cardinals. They're going to be battling. The Brewers have been a good story. Sure. You got that. The Orioles-Red Sox that has been going on the last week and a half. That's been uh, interesting to follow. Even out west, both Colorado and Arizona off to pretty good starts. So it uh, hasn't been nearly as chalky as we anticipated, Mm -hmm. but it's also only a month in. That's true. We're talking about we're a sixth of the way through the season. Not even a sixth of the way through the season. It's a lot of baseball to be had. And, you know, some team goes 14-11 and over a 25-game stretch. You don't talk about it. No. The Twins are 14-11. and at the beginning of the season and sitting in first place, it's a big deal. Well, it is if you're a Twins fan, yeah. and they were just so dreadful last year. They lost 103 games. <laughs> 103 <laughs> games. That's a lot of losing. It's a lot of losing. Tell me about it. Yeah. I watched a lot of that. I know you did. Uh, you are too you, much. You hang in. I, you, you do have perseverance. Well, it's my team, Jimmy. I understand. Okay. It's my team. Yeah. You watch your team. You don't have a team. Not particularly, no. I have players. Right. I like to watch players. Was um, were you a Sonics fan all the way till they moved? No, no, I, no because I've been gone so long yeah. from so Mariners, C- and it doesn't really do anything no, for uh-uh, you. Uh-uh. Well, you See, were probably well into your career by the time the Mariners got there. <laughs> now you're killing me again. Look, I being a Seattle kid, Seahawks, Jim Zorn, Dave Craig. All those guys. Well, you weren't a kid when those guys were playing. Don't try to kid anybody. (laughs) Get out of here. But I, you know, do I still watch Seahawk games? Yeah. A little more closely? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Just to see. Plus the fact they're a really good team. But you're not live and die. No. You're not not, following the news every day. No. When I worked in San Francisco, I had two NFL teams. Mm -hmm. I covered the Niners and the Raiders. Had two baseball teams, the Giants and the A's. And here you watch the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. Yeah. That's kind of first yeah. on the list. Exactly. Of what you got to do. Right. Yeah. Right. That's it. So it's what I do. I observe. You do observe. <laughs> and drink. Don't forget about that.
<laughs> Quick break. We're coming right back, everybody. Jimmy B and TC, the Big Talker, seventeen hundred. Afternoons, we talk sports on seventeen hundred with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, seventeen hundred KVGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save. Thousands. I met someone. You hear it a lot from people on Match because more people have met their someone on Match than any other dating app. Everyone wants to find that meaningful connection. And Match is not only number one in first, but second dates too. Now here's a free offer for our listeners. Go to match.com slash search for seven days free. That's seven days completely free to search, view photos, and connect. This free offer is found at match.com slash search. That's match.com slash search. Match.com slash search. And now for something deliciously different from Wendy's. Wendy's Double Stack is still an option in the four for four. With a quarter pound of fresh beef, Four nuggets, fries, and a drink. That's a deal so good it should not exist. Like how owls shouldn't be able to turn their heads all the way around. Who wouldn't like that deal? The four for four with your choice of a double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. A deal so great it's impossibly good, but not for long. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes four-piece chicken nuggets, small fries, and a drink. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. If your man cave has four tires and a steering wheel, then CarQuest Auto Parts is for you. If you turn your radio down so you can hear your engine hum, then CarQuest is for you. That's because CarQuest Auto Parts is for those who really know and care about their car. CarQuest carries BWD engine parts. BWD making parts that meet or exceed original equipment parts for over 90 years. CarQuest is serious auto parts. Visit CarQuest.com. Right now, everything is in bloom at the Jared's semi-annual event. Stop in from May 3rd through May 7th and enjoy our best prices of the season. Jared has an amazing collection of spectacular jewelry for you to discover, including exclusive pieces you can't find anywhere else. Don't miss the Jared's semi-annual event, May 3rd through the 7th. That's why he went to Jared. Pandora, Tag Heuer, Takori, and Select Movado watches excluded. Other product exclusions may apply. See Jared.com for details. 
Hey, everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B., and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Have you eaten here before? Nope. Good morning, gentlemen. Can I share our specials with you? Sure. First, we have the seafood special. It's actually been sitting around here for a week. Then there's the cream of chicken soup. It's had no refrigeration since it was made yesterday. We're known around these parts for our food poisoning. What can I get you? Yeah, don't think we can stay for lunch. Wouldn't it be great if you could be warned of life's risks? If you have diabetes, you can. There's a simple blood test called A1C that can help measure your risk of complications from diabetes. Why is it important? Because more than 600 people every day die from diabetes and its complications. If your A1C is above 7, your doctor can show you how to lower it. If you have diabetes, know your risk. Know your A1C. Ask your doctor. Or for more information, go to www.diabetesa1c.org or call 1-877-TEST-A1C. Brought to you by the American Diabetes Association, Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation International, and the Ad Council. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-1700. KBGG Des Moines, a cumulus station. Big news, big talk, and big sports. 1700 KBGG. This is Jim Roman. Here's the thing about new cherry vanilla Coke. Though cherries named first, all the flavors taste just as great. I mean, it could have just as easily been vanilla cherry Coke. Or it could have been Coke cherry vanilla. And since it's two amazing flavors of Coke, it might have been Coke vanilla cherry Coke or cherry vanilla Coke Coke. Mm-hmm. Unless you're in France, which would make it Le Coke de la Vanilla de la Cherry de la Creme. New Cherry Vanilla Coke, so good together. And New Cherry Vanilla Coke Zero Sugar, same great taste, zero sugar. 